This should not be your goal, but what steps would you take if you wanted to be a better hypocrite? Now, that's a bit of an odd question, but on today's lesson, Jesus reveals some qualities of hypocrites. Jesus had very strong words for hypocrites. We're wise to heed those words and be ever alert to the attitudes that fuel hypocrisy. This is the Wisdom Journey. Stephen Davey has a lesson for you today called Becoming a Better Hypocrite. I read about an emperor in China who formed his own personal orchestra of several hundred people. And being a member of his royal orchestra was really quite prestigious, and it brought a lot of fame and and fortune. One member of the orchestra was actually an imposter. He had somehow maneuvered his way into the flute section of the orchestra. Well, one day the emperor announced that each member of the orchestra would be scheduled to come to the palace and perform a solo piece for the royal court. Well, knowing his scam was about to be discovered, rather than confess his hypocrisy and face what would have been incredible shame, the imposter chose to take his own life. Out of this event came the phrase, he refused to face the music. Well, What's happening now in our study through the Gospels chronologically is the Pharisees are dining with the Lord. They're here in some home in Judea. The religious leaders are about to face the music. They're going to be called out by the Lord. They're going to be exposed for their hypocrisy. Now, the scene takes place in Luke chapter 11. And let me tell you, it's a classic description of hypocrisy that happens to be a danger every one of us faces today. In fact, if you'd like to become a better hypocrite, here are six ways to do just that. And the first one is this. Focus on external appearances rather than internal attitudes. Now verse 37. While Jesus was speaking, a Pharisee asked him to dine with him, so he went in and reclined at table. The Pharisee was astonished to see that he did not first wash before dinner. Now, by the time of Christ, hand washing wasn't really related to dirty hands. It was a religious ritual some 500 years old. Jesus can read their minds here, by the way, and it's clear by what he says next in verse 39. You Pharisees cleanse the outside of the cup and of the dish But inside you are full of greed and wickedness. You fools, did not he who made the outside make the inside also? In other words, if you want to be clean before God, you don't need your hands washed. You need your heart washed because that's where sin grows. So here's number one again. If you want to be a better hypocrite, focus more on external appearances than on internal or heart attitudes. Now here's number two. Applaud yourself for small successes while turning a blind eye to greater failures. Verse 42 reads, But woe to you, Pharisees, for you tithe mint and rue and every herb and neglect justice and the love of God. 
Now, the law of Moses never commanded tithing every herb or spice. But these hypocrites here are counting out little tiny seeds, and they're ignoring the major issues of treating people justly and lovingly. Well, here's the third step to becoming a better hypocrite. Learn to value public commendation more than personal character. Jesus says so effectively here in verse 43. Woe to you, Pharisees, for you love the best seat in the synagogues and greetings in the marketplaces. Now, in these days here, the best seats in the synagogue were down front. In all my years of pastoring, evidently the best seats have always been at the back, but not during the days of Christ. And this front row was reserved for religious leaders. In fact, get this, these seats were actually behind the speaker's podium, and they faced the audience. So you would really be somebody if you sat up there. Now Jesus goes on to say here in verse 44, Woe to you, for you are like unmarked graves, and people walk over them without knowing it. Well, again, in these days, to come into contact with a tombstone or to walk over a grave, well, that was prohibited by uh, the Mosaic law. It made a person ceremonially unclean for seven days, according to Numbers chapter 19. A lot of these laws, by the way, were God's way of protecting his people from the spread of disease long before germs and, and microbiology were discovered. Well, Jesus compares these Pharisees to unmarked graves that people unwittingly touch, making them unclean. So Jesus is effectively saying that anybody who comes in contact with these Pharisees is becoming corrupted and defiled. Listen, religious hypocrites are never going to help you become more holy, and that's because they're really not interested in you anyway. So beware of those who are more interested in impressing you than helping you develop godly character. Now, if you'd like to stay open to the wrong influences out there and become an even better hypocrite, here's number four. Do this. Be quick to teach others to do things you refuse to practice yourself. Jesus says here in verse 46, Woe to you lawyers also, for you load people with burdens hard to bear, and you yourselves do not touch the burdens with one of your fingers. Jesus is referring to all those religious rituals and traditions and rules. Literally, there were thousands of them by his time, and they're taught by these lawyers, these experts in the Mosaic law, often called scribes. They imposed all of these rules on the lives of the people. And, and the, the word Jesus uses for burdens refers to an incredibly heavy burden that nobody can bear. And, and these experts well, they're not going to lift a finger to help any of them. In fact, Jesus indicates here that they don't even follow these rules themselves. Let me, let me tell you, beloved, Christianity is not a burden of rules that you'll never remember perfectly and you'll never keep perfectly. Christianity is an honest, open relationship with your Savior who happened to die for every sin, every failure, every shortcoming that you make. Now, if instead you'd like to become a, a better hypocrite, well, here's number five. Admire people who can't challenge how you think or live. Listen to what Jesus says here in verse 47. 
Woe to you, for you build the tombs of the prophets whom your fathers killed. So you are witnesses, and you consent to the deeds of your fathers, for they killed them, and you build their tombs. Well, the religious leaders here had built monuments honoring former prophets their forefathers had actually murdered. Oh, they're, they're claiming now, Jesus says, to admire those prophets. But look at them. They're already planning to kill the greatest prophet ever, the Lord Jesus. Like one author noted that, that it's easier to, to admire dead Christians than to imitate living Christians. And that is living Christians who confront us and challenge us. See, the truth is these Pharisees and lawyers, these scribes, they're hindering people from discovering the truth of the gospel. Well, Jesus says as much here in verse 52, you have taken away the key of knowledge. You did not enter yourselves, and you hindered those who were entering. Jesus is essentially saying here, you should have put out a welcome mat, but instead you've tried to to lock the door and even hide the key. Well, If you still want to become a better hypocrite, let me give you one final step. Whenever you're exposed to convicting truth, don't repent, resist. Here's verse 53 and verse 54. As he went away from there, the scribes and the Pharisees began to press him hard and to provoke him to speak about many things, lying in wait for him to catch him in something he might say. So, rather than consider Jesus' words, they get angry. Uh, who does he think he is? Well, I'll, I'll tell you who he is. He's, he's that emperor, and he is calling them at this moment to face the music. You know, it's easy to, to see the hypocrisy in these men, but I wonder if we can see our own hypocrisy in the mirror of, of God's word. Several decades ago, a rather famous Christian musician was being interviewed, and and he made this, this transparent admission. He said, my tendency is to only let people know enough about me to give them a good impression. I am a recovering hypocrite. <laughs> well, it's a good way of putting it, and that's true for all of us. So let's be careful. Let's be willing to face the music of God's Word, and that'll help us avoid the path to becoming a better hypocrite. Instead, it'll lead us to becoming more humble and dependent followers of Jesus Christ. And let's do just that today. Well, until our next wisdom journey, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. That was Stephen Davey, the president of Wisdom International. You're listening to The Wisdom Journey. Stephen is teaching through the Bible with a new lesson each weekday. I encourage you to join our global prayer team and pray for our ministry. You can also share your prayer request with us at wisdomonline.org forward slash prayer. Visit there today, then join us next time to continue the wisdom journey.